For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. everybody i'm not ben i'm justin and welcome back to another episode of borak bookings bow, bow, bow. yeah we are still loading up episodes also sorry i missed the last couple weeks started up grad school but we are logging these episodes these borak bookings up for the next few weeks and ben and i are currently recording all of 2015 uh to be booked out for that show as well which is really really nice so hopefully this year we won't have a super long hiatus like we had last year again I'm sorry, I didn't know grad school gets insane, okay? But, what I can say, boy oh boy do I have a good one for you this week, y'all. This week, I want to rebook and just talk about Dolph Ziggler's Survivor Series win, and what should have happened after that. What would have happened if Dolph Ziggler rode that wave after having the best Survivor Series win in history, I think, correctly, and it didn't end with him kissing Seamus' ass at payback. God. Kissing Seamus' ass at payback. Oh, my God. Or TLC or whatever. That was rough. That was sad. Oh, no. It was extreme rules. The worst. The absolute worst thing to see for someone who had such high hopes at the end of 2014. Now to be falling to the wayside and being forced to kiss a very pale butthole. No one wants that. Nobody wants that at all. So, let's get into it. This is how Dolph Ziggler would have ridden the wave of the after Survivor Series if he would have uh, won the championship and rode that all the way to the top. Now, as a reminder, Dolph Ziggler uh, took out Kane, Luke, so Survivor Series 2014. Let's, let's talk about it, y'all. Um, insane. It was the Authority versus uh, Team Cena, and it ended with Dolph Ziggler up against Kane, Luke Harper, and Seth Rollins. Now, at that point, you think, okay, Ziggler's a mid-carder. There's no way he's going to get this. Cena got taken out. It's over. Ziggler takes out Kane with a zigzag. Ziggler takes out uh, Harper with a Famouser. And then he goes to take out Rollins with another zigzag. He gets it done, but gets screwed by Triple H, right? Gets taken down by J&J Security. Gets taken on by Triple H. Everybody thinks that he's going to be screwed over. It's going to be another Montreal screw job, basically. And then who comes in to help Ziggler out but a debuting Sting? Oh, Sting comes in, scares the shit out of everyone, and Ziggler gets the pin. One, two, three on Seth Rollins and wins Survivor Series massive move right insane after this we go to tlc ziggler still beats luke harper for the ic title that's just the right move it's good put a belt on him he's smart he's the guy but that's not the only thing he's doing that night he is ringside for john cena and he's going to play a pivotal role in helping cena win the number one contender will keep the number one contendership 
for Brock Lesnar's WWE Championship, right? Because Cena was going up against Rollins. Rollins had J&J security. Rollins had Kane. Rollins has the authority in his back. Cena now is looking for help from Ziggler. Unlike Ziggler, always looking for help from Cena. Uh, and Ziggler helps him out. Ziggler matters in this win. Ziggler like pulls J&J out before they get into the ring. Ziggler hits Triple H with a chair. Z- Ziggler does everything he can to give C- Cena a clean match and get him the win over Rollins. And he does it. Thank you, Ziggler. Royal Rumble comes around, right? Ziggler's out there for the triple threat match between Brock and Rollins and John Cena. Now, Brock doesn't need anyone in this corner. He's Paul Heyman, and he's just an absolute monster. Has everyone seen him literally tilt a ring up with with farm equipment like two weeks ago? It was insanity. Um, But Rollins has everyone in this corner, so John has Ziggler, right? Ziggler has a moment where he could help John Cena out and maybe help him get this win for the championship. And he doesn't do it. And it's not as a mean way. It's not a bad way. We see him deliberate truly, like if he should help John Cena. And he realizes if he gets in that ring, he's going to get his shit rocked. And he is about to go out for the Royal Rumble. He loves Cena, but he's not going to put himself on the line for that. He walks away. Unfortunately, Cena gets the loss. Brock Lesnar keeps it. That's the end of that. Ziggler goes out for number 30. And here's where a really big change comes in. Instead of giving it to Reigns, which is probably the worst received finishing moments of Royal Rumble history, you give it to Ziggler. Ziggler comes in at number 30. Ziggler steals the win from Roman Reigns. Ziggler gets the win. The underdog is now going to WrestleMania to fight Brock Lesnar. He made the right move right there. Now, in Fastlane... Fastlane, we do the same thing that happened to Reigns, right? Ziggler's in the main event against Daniel Bryan. So people are pissed that Daniel Bryan only was in there for 10 minutes. People aren't mad at Ziggler. They're mad at WWE. Here, they put all their anger on Reigns because Reigns was being, like, forced onto them, right? Ziggler isn't being forced onto them. He's worked for that spot. So they aren't the fans aren't mad at Ziggler. They're still mad at the WWE, though. So Ziggler is forced to go against D. Bry for that championship match at WrestleMania, right? Ziggler still wins, but this is one of the best matches of both of their careers. They fight so well together, they absolutely kill it. It's two underdogs in the ring. It's it's perfect. But here's the thing. Ziggler, a much less tenured wrestler than Daniel Bryan, of course, there's still a passing of the torch moment. Ziggler realizes that Daniel Bryan was a champion when he left, and he should still be a champion now. And while he couldn't win the opportunity to go for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship at WrestleMania, Ziggler doesn't need that IC title anymore. So Ziggler takes the title off of his shoulder, the IC title, the Intercontinental Championship, and hands it over to Daniel Bryan in a showing of good faith, in a showing of care, and in a showing that the fans take as like, hell yeah. Like, Like, he got something... And WWE is respecting the fucking name of Daniel Bryan. That's what it should be. I, there's going to be, a, that's a little controversial. I know Daniel Bryan should just be going for the championship. It's Daniel fucking Bryan. But in this world, Ziggler gets it. Um, Daniel Bryan still goes to WrestleMania, wins the ladder match, and, you know, keeps the IC title still. You know, so still open with that great match, even though Ziggler's not in it and Ziggler killed in that match. Whatever. Ziggler goes up against Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania and gets fucking slaughtered. He gets ripped apart. We see him beating the shit out of, but. In true Dolph Ziggler spirit, he never gives up. He takes that from his good, good buddy, John Cena, and he never gives up. Kicking out on two and a half constantly to the point where Brock Lesnar's laughing about it and then gets to the point where he's like, all right, come on, man, just fucking stay down, right? At one point, Paul Heyman starts to get nervous. He goes under the ring for a lead pipe, tosses it to Lesnar while the ref isn't looking. 
Dolph intercepts it, uses it for his own, boom, takes out Lesnar's knees. Dolph is close, gets a two count. First time he even got Brock Lesnar down for a pin for more than like a millisecond. Gets it for a two count. They're both laying on the ground, and what do we get? We get the Seth Rollins deal. We still get the run. We still get coming down. We get all of that. And we make it a triple threat match, right? Because it's a triple threat match, it's just 2K rules. There's no DQs. So what does Rollins do? He grabs that pipe and he goes for the bigger man who's laying on the ground. He beats the shit out of Brock Lesnar with a lead pipe. And he gets the one, two, three on Brock Lesnar. Dolph Ziggler just rolled out. He's not even a part of the match anymore. It's Lesnar versus Rollins, and Rollins is truly beating the shit out of him, just destroying him. Rollins is a champion. Brock Lesnar goes into hiding because he only comes out for three pay-per-views, and Ziggler kind of got screwed. Extreme Rules comes around. Ziggler takes out Sheamus, okay? So he takes out Sheamus in an early match, and not a kiss-me-arse match. Get rid of that. Absolutely don't let Dolph Ziggler win the match and then shove his face into the brown eye of Sheamus. That is absolutely insane. And WWE, you suck. You had the best push of 2014. And five pay-per-views later, you had him giving a rim job to a very Irish man. It didn't make any, any sense. It didn't make any sense. Make it a ladder match. Make it a tables match. But Ziggler wins. Ziggler beats Sheamus clean as a whistle, and he wins. We keep the push going. He just was in one of the best matches at WrestleMania. He absolutely had a killer ending at Royal Rumble, and he had a great win against Daniel Bryan. He's doing really well. Let him continue to do well. Don't just like, it's like the Zack Ryder thing. He had a great push. Let him be pushed. Don't, don't punish him for being loved by fans. Ziggler gets a win on Sheamus. We'll say it's like a tables match. And um, in the final match, there's still Orton versus Rollins. Orton still comes back. Uh, he lost at WrestleMania, but he still comes back, and he still wants revenge on Rollins. They still have that match. But at the end, after Rollins wins, he escapes out of the uh, hell, uh, he escapes out of the cell. Ziggler comes out dressed in his street clothes, not even dressed in his gear. This is the real Dolph. And the real Dolph is pissed he comes out with that same lead pipe beats the shit out of seth rollins beat the shit out of j and j and as kane and triple h sprint down the ramp he jumps into the crowd and runs he jumps into the crowd and he runs out cm punk style this is a really 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 pissed dolph ziggler and this sets up the perfect match for payback we get ziggler going up against seth rollins in a ladder match the match that they never had and the match that Seth Rollins stole. Ziggler goes up against Seth Rollins, and, you know, it's a ladders match, so there's no DQs. J&J Security's taken him out. Kane is pissed ever since that pin at Survivor Series. Everyone's mad, and Ziggler's getting his shit rocked. But who comes back to return the favor all the way from TLC but John Cena? John Cena just beat, what's his name, freaking um, Rusev? And now he's coming back to return the favor for Ziggler. Give him some help being his quarter. Cena takes out everybody. Cena makes it able for Rollins and Cena to, for Rollins and Ziggler to have a one-on-one match just like Ziggler did at TLC. And it happens, and Ziggler wins it all. He gets the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. And this this run wouldn't be a long time, but this is well deserved for one of the biggest, most insane pops ever of Survivor Series history. One of the biggest jumps from a mid-card to a star we've ever seen and this isn't ruined and that's it that's it that is how you should have pushed Dolph Ziggler 
after Survivor Series. The real Dolph. The surviving Dolph. That's a bad name. I'll think of a better name for the episode when I post it. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for listening to Wrestling History 101. This was Justin. If you want to check us out or stay up to date, follow me and Ben on Instagram. And, um, yeah, I'll see you next week for a very fun episode that I'm putting together again. Uh, we're going to do a couple more of these Borak bookings, and then we're going to get right back into the nitty gritty. Ben is going to be back, and we're going to be dropping episodes left and right. Very exciting stuff. I very much love you all, and I will see you all soon. Mwah. Goodbye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.